0: Come on, man, come on! Yeah, yeah, he looks pretty crappy!
1: Come on, man! Oh god, he looks like a dead fish! Welcome to Something Crunchy. Tyler is homies with Blake. Blake is the older bro of Blair. Blair is married to Tyler and is a slutty slut slut.
0: Welcome to something crunchy. What the hell is crunchy? Welcome to something crunchy. Welcome to another special edition episode of Something Crunchy. I'm Kellen Blake. With me as always, Blair and Tyler Jessel. We're officially coming back from break next week, but wanted to drop a little something special for the fourth, and we have just the perfect guest on the line to help us do that. You may know him from shows like Boy Meets World, Saved by the Bell, and Sliders, and you definitely know him as Yaya from the Sandlot. Please welcome Marty York
1: what's up everybody that's a heck of an introduction right there
0: thank you for joining us marty how are you i'm great how are you good it's so good to have you on man and you look good i know you guys can't see marty but he's all muscles he could play the beast
1: (laughs) yeah that's actually what I'm playing in the TV show. show. Yeah,
0: I like how everyone thought you looked like Paulie D until they sat you right next to him on the Eric Andre show, and you looked like Paulie D and a half,
1: maybe yeah. Paulie Double D. <laughs> Paulie Double D, I like that. Yeah, I'm going to tell him that. I'm going to tell him now next week. Please do. Yeah, he's got work to do. Yeah, that was a, that was a fun show. That was a that was definitely a fine night. Interesting show, the Eric Andre show.
0: Yeah, yeah, that seemed like a fun experience, um, and we definitely yeah. appreciate you joining us for Fourth of July weekend. And um, we have brought up the Sandlot once or twice around here. It's one of the top ten baseball movies ever made. It's one of the top ten kids movies ever made, and we firmly believe it's the number one Fourth of July movie ever made.
2: Absolutely,
0: yeah. I mean, yeah. unquestionably the best scene and best song. Would you agree? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think it's one of the most American scenes in movie history. Totally. Yeah,
0: so good. Next year
1: is the Sandlot's 30th year
0: anniversary. These get bigger every time. Have you guys already been approached with plans for the 30th?
1: You know, for this one, just a lot of different private stuff. The one we did for the 25th was actually put on by Fox Home Entertainment. And that was when we did almost every MLB stadium in the United States. Right. uh, So I've actually been to most of the stadiums now in the United States that's crazy so, uh, and,
0: and these baseball players have a crazy reaction to you guys because they're now the age where like you inspired them to start playing baseball. I've heard some of those stories. That's gotta be pretty wild.
1: Yeah. And it's like, it's like when we get to meet these guys, they're like a kid in a candy store, uh, which is crazy because we're a kid in a candy store too. When we get to meet, <laughs> these guys. And, you know, we met the, I think the coolest things were like at Dodger stadium, you know, back where we, the ending of Sandlot, where it ended. And, uh, I was standing next to Matt Camp and he goes, man, you guys, are the reason I play baseball and I was weird. Me and the guy was like, wow. Like, you know, and it's just, it's crazy. Like when you see all these like, videos of like how many people this has inspired, like, you know, it's just nuts. fans, and like, people like, you know, Kobe Bryant, <clears throat> he said in numerous interviews, how he talks about how Sandlot inspired his podcast called the punies it was just inspired by the Sandlot. Wow. Yeah. If you look up his interview with Kelly Clarkson, he talks, all he's, he's talking about Sandlot, like nonstop. And, He gets excited when he talks about it, because I think he grew up on it himself. So,
0: Wow.
2: What a cool feeling.
0: Yeah, it's it's cool.
2: Everyone loves the Sandlot. I mean, come on.
0: Well, I mentioned this to Blair and Tyler a couple weeks ago, and I'm sure most of our audience would have a similar response. I said, what if they had the boys from the Sandlot play the women from a league of their own? They peppered in some Hall of Famers, and they played it at the Field of Dreams. And they thought that was the coolest fucking idea ever. And I said, "What if it already happened?" And they did it like a few years ago.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did that. Yeah, that was that was awesome. That was uh, that was definitely memorable. I think that's the first time me and the guys played baseball in like <laughs> twenty <laughs> years or something. Yeah, <laughs> like,
2: was it was so fun.
1: Oh, we did play baseball on the Today Show, but it wasn't really a game. Like we just threw the ball around, but right, that was like an actual like That, that was a game. Pretty, 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 yeah, that was like yeah, that was like seven or eight innings. It wasn't the full nine or eight. Yeah. I don't think we burned nine.
0: Well, I gotta say, one, that sounds like an unforgettable experience. And two, who the hell was in charge of marketing this thing? I mean, we would have paid top dollar pay per view prices if oh. we even knew this was happening.
2: Like needed to have yeah, do I mean, immediately. That,
0: that would have been an awesome like Hulu or Netflix event, maybe a limited series leading up to the game on the two most iconic Ooh. baseball movies of the nineties. I
2: love that play. <laughs>
0: Man,
1: yeah, right. we still got it. I mean, we're still we're still pretty good at baseball, which I was surprised about. So
0: you you played in the game, lost to Lori yeah. Petty and company, and the most memorable part about the whole thing was Wade Boggs.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Wade Boggs was awesome, man.
0: <laughs> I'm dying to hear about this. I've always been curious if that story in Always Sunny about Wade Boggs was true. And not only can you say it was true, but he did it in front of you, even.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wade uh, Wade can put him down, man. That is That's nuts. How many beers? Oh God, he drank probably like, I would say 75 no. on our way. <laughs> like he drank. I mean, this guy's cooler was the biggest cooler I've ever seen in my life <laughs> in this RV that we were in. Like after the game, we all went in Wade's RV and we were driving back in his RV and me and the guys were sitting around and was telling us stories of like studio 54 back in the day. And like oh. these secret stories that nobody else has heard, you know, when he would go in and they would try to give him heroin and he'd be like, no, I'm a, I drink, uh, Cord liar, whatever he drink. And he uh that dude, I've never seen somebody drink 75 beers in one sitting. It was crazy.
0: That is absolutely <laughs> insane. 75 beers. They should, they should name a ballpark after this
1: guy. Yeah. Then he did uh then he did a uh karaoke with uh Chauncey Leoparty who plays Quince. <laughs> they, they 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 were both uh karaokeing My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion.
2: Oh, great song <laughs> choice. So imagine Wade
1: Boggs and Quince doing this. It was hilarious. I
0: can I can imagine Chauncey doing that. I cannot imagine Wade Boggs doing that. Maybe Never. after 75 yeah. beers.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was better with 75 beers. Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm sure. That's incredible. All right, so while on the subject of A League of Their Own, we debate the ending to this thing all the time. And oh, no. these two pair of dumb shits think one way. I totally disagree. You've been around Correct. a lot of baseball and a lot of filmmaking, Marty. You think Dottie dropped the ball at the end on purpose?
1: Um, I gotta be one hundred percent honest. I don't even remember the end of the league or around. Oh, no.
0: Marty, foul oh my ball! God. <laughs> well, thank
2: God. Cause... All
0: right, some of them are going. home. <laughs> I'll take rewards um, for it. Well,
2: now we have to explain it.
0: Yeah, now we have to explain it. And remember at the final game? She's playing her sister, who got traded, and she comes around, hits the inside the park home run, and knocks her over at home plate. And even though this has happened multiple times in the movie and she didn't drop the ball in this particular time, the ball falls out of her hand and the wrong team wins. Um, Mm -hmm. It's very debatable. Everyone has a different take. I wanted to see
1: what you had to say on the subject. I'm going to follow whatever you say on that because I don't... (laughs) I haven't seen a league of our
0: own. Um, that's the right answer. It is the
1: right answer. <laughs> that's the right, no, he, I mean, it really is.
0: He's going with what I'm going to say on that. You heard it's, it for yourself. It's
2: a tough one to say too, so it's really like the best thing you
0: can Well, say. also, I'll show my work. Like these two believe that she dropped the ball on purpose because she did it for her sister. And I call bullshit. It's disrespectful to the game of baseball to think otherwise. You think George Herman Ruth or Benjamin Franklin Rodriguez would drop the ball on purpose? Remember, kid, heroes get remembered, but legends drop the ball. No way. <laughs> Give him a tug, <laughs> please. I don't think so.
2: She loves her sister. She wanted her to have That's a victory. That's all it is. The
0: yeah, see, so you, you heard it. Marty agreed with me. He went in blind to he agree. he the tie. right answer though. Still a tie. <laughs> two to two. Yeah. To continue our debate. Yep. All right. Well, I'm sure everyone expects you to have been playing baseball since you were five for making starting shortstop for such a prestigious baseball club <laughs> at an early age, but it was theater that mm-hmm. uh, you've been in since you were five. Let's talk pre lot um were you the cute kid and your mom threw you up there or was it out of your own interest
1: <laughs> no like my my story is like i started out i lived in northern california and i did a lot of theater my mom really got me good with like reading and stuff because she used to have flashcards. and when i was probably two or three years old and she would like flash it would be like cat tree you know like she would use these flashcards when i was a little kid and i got really good at reading. <laughs> and I um, was able to memorize lines fairly easy. So I like the first theater production I did was like Snow White and the Seven Dwarves or something, and I played I played Grumpy or something when I was a kid. And then uh, I I did I did like a bunch of theater from five to ten years old. And then my parents split, and my mom moved me out to LA. And my aunt ran a extras casting company. So like those people in the background of films and stuff, she ran like the That'd biggest the biggest extra casting company in the United States and she goes hey I can get him get you guys a job in a uh, John Candy film called delirious and so my mom was like yeah so me and my mom were in the movie together and we're both extras in the background and uh, they said cut and I started doing John Candy's lines to my mom (laughs) and I felt this big hand on my shoulder and I looked over and John Candy standing over me and he goes that was pretty good, kid. What? <laughs> and, uh, signed his uh, autograph for me on a piece of toilet paper, and he—I still have it to this day. And, wow, uh, amazing! Wow. So yeah, that was my that was my first uh, experience in Hollywood. You know, actually in a in a film. And then after that, I, I uh, my mom was like, "Oh, well, let's let's get you an agent." Because after that, I knew I wanted to do acting. I was like excited about it, and I'd done it since I was five. And you know, mm-hmm. and the first thing I auditioned for an agent. My aunt put me towards an agent, mm-hmm. and. Uh, She's like, oh, well, we have an audition for you today for a Colgate toothpaste commercial. So I went to audition for the Colgate commercial and I had to dance with a little girl or something. And it was a lot different than theater because there was like all these like producers and directors and they had like cameras and lights everywhere. And I hid behind the chair. I was so scared. <laughs> and uh, they coaxed me out. They're like, oh, come on. So I came out and I danced with this little girl and I ended up getting the role. That was the first thing I ever auditioned for in um, an actual role. And then they called me back to play a little Italian kid in a a ragu spaghetti sauce commercial playing bocce ball. And uh, so I did that. And then after that, we were like, oh, this is this is easy. And then I didn't get anything for like a year after that. And, uh, you know, me and my mom were living like hand to mouth and, you know, going to Catholic school and uh, just a bunch of crazy stuff happened there. And and then Sandlot came around and I uh, auditioned for Bertram originally. I, they gave, I got a call back for Bertram and then they, uh, they're like, well, we want to take all you guys to a field and we want to see how you guys, you know, react, react to each other, you know, when you play ball and hang out and right. stuff like that. So me and all the guys went to this baseball field here in LA and, you know, we had a coach and he was, he was teaching us. Actually, our coach was the guy that played squints paladoris um, I think it was his grandpa the guy that says forever really? that was our coach so oh <laughs> that's, that's cool.
0: a fun fact
1: yeah. yeah yeah so me and the guys you know we're playing baseball and they kind of lined us up and said oh you don't really fit bertram um, uh so me and my mom were like oh that's it we're you know that's the end of this this could have you know i mean we had no idea how big sandlot was eventually going to get but at the time we were just like oh well it's like a baseball phone whatever you know it's like isn't gonna go anywhere <laughs> and uh but, they called me back and said, uh, oh, we'd like him to audition for. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like a, a bigger role in the film. And because we need a kid, that's very hyper. And he's like, your son is very hyper. And um, so I remember before the audition, my mom gave me a giant Hershey's kiss bar. and, she, <laughs> and she, She's like, eat that whole thing.
0: Pumped you full of sugar
1: before sending you in. There. Yeah. <laughs> it was just Yeah. And the rest is history. Winning that,
2: Such a great role,
0: to Yeah. Handle. And you, you have really had some opportunity to meet some legendary actors in their prime, no less. Like, w- which was a bigger deal, meeting John Candy or James Earl Jones?
1: Ooh. Oh, James Earl Jones for sure. Oh, really? Wow. That would be so amazing. He's the best. I mean, you, you think like Darth, that's Darth Vader, Vader. Oh. you know, Yeah
0: coming to america
1: coming to america feel the dreams i mean that dude's been in like some of the best movies ever made. you know the best movies ever made
0: that's true
2: to hear that voice in person would be like incredible
1: especially well in- you've heard the story of like when i first met him right what
0: happened
1: oh yeah so he was a uh, we, we were we we're playing on the field and my mom goes hey Darth Vader's here and i go what <laughs> she goes here and i go yeah right mom and she's like yeah let me take me let me show you and she take takes me into this back room and I see James Earl Jones and he goes, hello, young man. You know, oh the room. my gosh. I go, are you Darth Vader? And he goes, uh, I am your father. Oh.
0: <laughs> he's like doing his That's lines. That's so cool. Wow. That's the coolest thing I, ever for a kid. Wow. I go, like,
1: mom, it's him. It's him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was cool.
0: All right. So Fox owned the rights to the Sandlot until Disney bought the rights just so they could tease us with this show. Uh, any yeah. any updates on this thing?
1: Uh you know as much as I do at this point. I mean, <laughs> you know when Fox that was when Fox is I mean Fox has been so great to us over the years and uh just just been an incredible studio to work with. And you know, Disney bought Fox the end of two, I think the end of 2019. Yeah. And when we met with producers at the end of 2019, um, this was before the merger. Um and you know, they were gung-ho. I mean, we had we had the producer of Prison Break working on our show. He was like the producer of our show. And wow. He's like, Man, you know how hard it is to do I don't know how many seasons they shot, like four or five of prison break. And he's like, You know how hard it is to do a show of one guy breaking out of prison? Like
0: <laughs> <What>? five seasons.
1: <laughs> like I mean, five like four or five seasons of that, like, you know, four years just trying to create a storyline. He's like, with you guys, I've got like a storyline for each episode, you know. So we squints in this episode. And yeah, yeah, and this one. Bertram in that one and uh they just told us the premise of the show was so good i can't really divulge what you know what the premise is but uh, in case the show didn't happen but uh right. it was just uh you know an amazing amazing premise for the show and you know then disney came in about fox the end of 2019 and then COVID hit the next year and uh and then we haven't you know it's kind of been on hold
0: man i mean i would expect this to do well like a I, cobra gotta, kai yeah I mean, reboots and revivals oh, yeah. are the thing right now
1: and this is huge the, the storyline's amazing wow. uh i think i think whenever you pair the original actors with a new cast kind of like cobra kai you uh you know it's a formula for and a recipe for an incredible show i mean cobra kai's an incredible show yeah, but, you is. know I've watched all the seasons of it mm-hmm. I uh, really loved it, and you know, Sam has such a huge fan base that yes. I know that I know people would love it. So, Disney, you hear that if you're listening to something, <laughs> get it on it.
2: Yes, exactly. Like, you know, everyone wants to see
0: this. Do you watch a lot of uh, shows or movies?
1: Uh, I've gotten into certain things, uh, definitely that Cobra Kai show. That's a great thing. Uh, The Boys, I love The Boys, yeah, yeah, watch all seasons of that. I love how like, offbeat it is, and and uh. The characters in the show are great.
0: I always like asking actors, like, if you could walk on and join the cast of any show, what would it be?
1: I mean, at this point, it'd be The Boys. I love that show. I'd, I'd love to. I mean, I'd love to play a superhero in anything because I grew up total like a total comic book nerd. Okay. i love to be in a, something like that, you know?
2: The Boys is such a cool, like, approach. So good. It's got a big oh, following yeah. already.
1: And the vulgarity of it is just like, it's, it's, it's great. I love it. Yeah, just like great. shit that blows your mind. You're just like, what did I just see? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who
0: is your favorite superhero growing up?
1: Oh God, Wolverine for sure. I would love to, actually, I dressed up as Wolverine one year and a lot of people were like, damn, you look just like him. And that, I would love to play that character. You know, I think they are looking for a new Wolverine. You can have a yeah, Wolverine. They were talking about, like, they're talking about Chris Evans. I go, how many um, how many superheroes is he going to play in the Marvel universe? And he played it's the ridiculous. Human Torch. He played like like Wolverine was cool because it was like nobody had ever seen Hugh Jackman before, and he just came in and nailed that role. And Dude. by comic book standards, he doesn't really fit the role because he's like I think six one or six two, and Wolverine is kind of this short, stocky. You know, I'm more of like a Wolverine type. I would say I'm you know I'm about five nine, five ten, but. uh... I think uh, I, I fit the role of Wolverine. You know, I could I could pull it off.
2: Yes, I feel like you would nail
0: that. I'm actually
1: seeing that. that would
2: be I know. Awesome. I'm like visualing, yeah. like yeah. If
1: they can make but you, so if, you scroll down, you'll see it.
0: if you had to choose, what's your all time favorite
1: movie? Uh, all time favorite movie is The Shawshank Redemption. How obtuse! <laughs> <So good. laughs> that movie evokes so many emotions in me. And at the end, when Morgan Freeman says, "Get busy living or get busy dying." and no matter how many times I've seen it, I always show it to tell you when
0: I see that. That hits hard. We have a segment on our show called Synthetic Sequels, where we write some ideas for the remaining 12 movies that don't have sequels. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. our, our sequel idea for Shawshank doesn't suck.
2: It's so good. <laughs> yeah. I want it so bad. Check that out.
0: All right. Well, have you kept up with your Sandlot castmates at all? Like, Do you guys talk outside of the events and signings?
1: Yeah, You know, we talk. We, we are, we're all on a thread, like a text message thread. And Tom Guy replays malls, he's always the one that comes up with the most random crazy shit that you've ever heard. Like, he'll say some shit on there and you'll just, you'll just like, he'll like send like picture of like a midget wrestler. <laughs> like, he'll just put some random shit out there and be like, at like two o'clock in the morning and you're just like, what? We're sleeping, dude. Like, what are you?
0: <laughs> oh, you could sell a Patreon to that thread. That would be hilarious to Just see. Just to see
2: the random shit that gets posted. And I
0: was hoping that you'd say that. You walked into that very nicely. We play yeah. a game every episode and we make a quick game for every guest as well. If you're up for it, we'd like to give you the yeah. name of a random project one of your Sandlot castmates went on to star in, and you have to guess who it is. Yeah. All right. All well, right. Let's start easy. Who is in Freaks and Geeks?
1: It's not would be Chauncey.
0: That's correct. Sorry, yeah. The wow. Okay. Oh, wow.
1: You sound effects on the show?
0: <laughs> <laughs> come with sound effects and everything. All right. Cool. One for one. No more gimmies. Who is in <laughs> Brawl and Cell Block 99?
1: Cell Block 99.
0: Brawl and Cell Block 99 Ooh. from
1: 2017. I'd probably, probably say Tom Guyery. Two for two. Wow. Smalls He's heating up If it's a movie That I haven't heard of I mean That dude has done So many movies That I can't even Keep up with all the films That that guy has been In so many films It's
0: ridiculous You don't think He's been in like That many He has been in like A ton of shit He really has (laughs) Including Brawl and Cell Block 99 (laughs) From 2017 Two for two I'm impressed Fear Inc From 2016 Uh, That'd be Pat Renner He's on fire. Ham sauce. Wow. He is on fire. Wow. Well okay. All right. Let's talk Grindhouse. Both Death Proof and Planet Terror. What?
1: That's an easy one. <clears throat> Marley Shelton. Man.
2: What?
1: I
0: was trying to give him a trick questionnaire and keep it outside of no. the
1: boys. And he, <laughs> no. Oh, all right. This is what happens when you spend uh, five years on the road with these guys. <laughs> no, I love them.
0: This is perfect. You know, all right.
1: Credit. All right, here's your last one.
0: I'll be really impressed if you can get this. Who is in Mutant Species from 1995? Ooh.
1: Mutant Species. Right.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> you might have stumped me with that one, huh? Oh. Mutant Species. I'm going to... I'm going to say Shane Obazanski. I
0: don't know. No, that's incorrect. It was ah, Grant. You got him. Bertram was in Mutant, yeah, species. mutant species. Mutant Species from 1995. <laughs> not not Species. The one everyone remembers. Natasha Henstridge. <laughs> not that one. Mutant Species. They, they, were
1: mutant. they weren't yes. just a regular
0: species. They were mutant species. That's right. So you got them all wow. except for Mutant Species. Man, I'm so glad that was you- like
2: a great performance. No I'm
0: one right. has come on here and gotten a perfect game. No. That would have been like extremely Marty,
1: Wow. Yeah, Yeah. Mutant Species threw me off. I've, I've never even... Well, that's a tough one.
0: Well done. No one remembers Mutant Species. It's gonna <laughs> give you, no one's going to give you a hard time for that. I doubt
1: Grant even remembers doing Mutant Species. He's <laughs> trying to forget. We don't remember a lot of the stuff. I mean, I've done some independent films I don't even remember doing.
0: And by the way, in making this game, we learned that like every one of you is in Boy Meets World.
1: And I just did the uh, Boy Meets World new podcast, Pod Meets World. I was on there. Oh, that's I uh, just heard about that.
0: That is Yeah,
1: that's, uh, that's blowing up. They're like number three on the charts or something. But uh, I just did their show two days ago. And uh, I'm such good friends with, like, Will and Ryder still. I love those guys. Will uh, seems Problems hilarious. With... Oh, he's so funny. Uh, I love Ryder, too. He's, like, one of the nicest casts, I mean, that I've ever worked with. And Daniel's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was fun. That was that show was fun. I did. I think I did almost the whole first season. I did three episodes of the uh, first season.
2: Oh, they three made me like such a like great cast.
0: Tight knit family. Yeah. yeah, we
2: had
0: a really little debate about cast. this the other day. Maybe mm-hmm. you could weigh in. Who would win in a brawl between the cast of The Sandlot or the Mighty Ducks? And you get to keep Brandon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you sing about Mighty Ducks in a brawl. Wow, you, you get to keep Brandon.
2: He stays with the Sandlot guys. Oh, we, get to go,
1: we have to keep Brand <laughs> You get
0: to keep Brand <laughs> yeah. I think it's the right yeah, answer. Not... You got to consider the Bash Brothers.
1: I mean, I, I know troubling. most. Of my, I know almost all the Mighty Ducks. I was actually thinking it would be funny. You ever see that show where it was like I think like Method Man was in it and they rapped?
0: Yeah, called... roast battle or whatever that was.
1: Yeah, that roast battle show. Yes. I, I was like, hey. I even like sent a, a letter to the producer saying, "Hey, would you like to have the Sandlot guys versus the Mighty Ducks guys?" Oh. And I think that'd be cool if they walked out with hockey sticks and we walked out with baseball bats. Yes. And then we started by rapping, you know, and like one guy would come up to one guy and then they'd go back and then pack and then the other guy. Was, I think that'd be cool. These are the things we want to see. Yeah.
0: Absolutely
2: here for all of these things.
1: Because I can spit some flows, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hot fire. I actually made a rap album when I... The sandlot. When I was thirteen, I made a. You did not. I made a song about the sandlot. Yes, I did. I made a rap album about the sandlot.
0: I'm gonna have to request Abe an MP3 of you this. You need a sample of this.
1: <laughs> I mean, I could spit it some of the verses here right now. Oh, need please it. do. Need
2: it. Five, Face six, course. seven, eight.
1: Nice. So it goes like this. Back in the summer of 62, when the grass was green and the sky was still blue, was a group of boys from a neighborhood busy doing things that all boys should. Non-stop baseball who could ask for more in the year that Maury Wills hit 104 and the record was born. It lives to this day about Benny the Jet. Now that kid can play. Wow. <laughs>
0: sound effect that was awesome that was amazing
1: (laughs) one you still remember that and two that was pretty damn good for a 13 year old
2: Yes. yeah
1: i mean the the background like the the instrumental was horrible to that but i mean my mom wrote that for me dude
0: acapella way to go mom yeah
1: yeah Yeah. that was nice
0: whoa that's so good Well, let's get into some new stuff. You got a new indie film you're shooting with Tara Reed where you play a boxer. Tell us about Do Justice.
1: That is supposedly supposed to start shooting the end of this year. I play like a boxer and like a, um, a Maverick. And uh, that's really all I know about it, to be honest. Wow. Okay. <laughs> easy a boxer. I, I, I haven't even, they, they said they were going to revise the script, so I don't know what's going on with it.
0: Did you land the role on that story about Chippendales? Blair's been dying to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, I don't think I did. I don't. I don't think I did. Which is odd because I thought I was a shoo-in for that.
0: You know what? Um, I would have thought you were a shooter sure for that. Absolutely, you but are. it's meant to be you know, because you're meant to play Wolverine. Now that you have implanted so
1: that, that seed,
2: that'd be like a good one, like a good revamp of Wolverine.
1: Yeah, I would love it. I mean, I would. That's my dream.
0: We're just gonna try and talk that into we'll just existence. send all the
2: crunchy vibes. We're behind out, it. You know? positive,
0: crunchy positive, vibes crunchy existen. vibes. <laughs> You also have a new supplement line in the works, a little pre-workout called the Beast Juice. Brilliant.
1: Yes. Yeah, the Beast Juice is uh, my pre-workout I'm working on right now, and I'm hoping to release it within the next about three months. Uh, There's a lot of stuff that I didn't know that you had to get. Like, obviously, you have to get insurance and a lot of stuff that comes with having your own, you know, supplement line.
0: Oh, I can't (laughs) imagine. But
1: I have a great idea for the commercial for it. Really? Um, let's hear it. Yeah. I made a commercial for it. I didn't like it. It was too serious. And, um, are you guys, can you guys still hear me? Yeah. 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 Are we cutting out? Oh, okay. Yeah. So some, no, somebody was like calling on my phone. Um, so I had a, I had a great idea for like, uh, what I want to do for the commercial, which was like a bunch of guys sitting in a the gym. They had already taken some other pre-workout and, uh, you know, they're all like tired and they're like, man, this pre-workout sucks. I wish there was something better something better out there and then i go i know of a, i know of a pre-workout that's better i found it a long time ago it's over the fence <laughs> <laughs> and there's a there's a giant dog there's a giant beast <laughs> and then they lower me over the fence you know now you know and, yeah. and then i come face to face the beast again but I'm, this time there's the bottle of the beast juice there and you know
0: that's really clever
1: it's amazing. Yeah, I think that'd be cool.
0: I'd buy a case yeah, of
1: that saturated. shit online immediately. Yeah. So
0: what what are the benefits of Beast Juice and what separates it apart from the other pre-workouts?
1: Um, so I got some branched-chain amino acids in there that a lot of pre-workouts don't have. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of pre-workouts just douse their stuff with, you know, caffeine. Mine's going to have caffeine, but I'm going to have some other ingredients in there that are going to, you know, for energy that are more like natural, kind of like some stuff that's in that. Uh, you know the rock stuff is his stuff that he's putting out you know it's it's healthier for you instead of like you know a lot of a lot of the pre-workouts on the market have like three four five hundred milligrams of caffeine like enough to kill like a small elephant so wow. you know you take it and you're just jittery as hell when you work out so um mine you're going to have long lasting energy and there's not going to be a crash so that's what i think is going to differentiate mine from a lot of the stuff that's out there
0: oh that's nice dude that's awesome And you also have a documentary out on top of it all, Beyond the role, yeah, yeah, on Peacock and NBCLX, um, where we get a glimpse into some of the hardships that you've been through, and it's a great watch. You have definitely been through a lot, and our family was able to relate on so many levels. It's definitely hard to open up about these things publicly, and definitely recommend everyone check that out.
1: That documentary was actually—we made that much longer, but they had cut it down for time. I'm actually (laughs) pitching that to different— studios to to do like I'd like to share my whole story because there's so much more to it. I mean, I told you like when I came here and I went to that Catholic school.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um just some of the things like I experienced and you know going to that Catholic school and I met like these bad kids and my mom left me with them and she went off and like just a lot of shit happened in my life. And um I mean that that documentary is like a brief glimpse into like some of the things that I've been through but um, yeah, I mean, it's it's really just the story of the comeback story, you know? I, I love comeback stories, and my story, my real story is a comeback story, because uh, I left the business after that car accident, you know, for almost 15 years.
0: A lot of people don't know you were in a, a devastating car accident, engine rent through the car, broke your legs, you had to relearn how to walk again, and now here you are looking to make a big comeback, and I think the peak comes with playing Wolverine Yep. Like you know, what's great about playing Wolverine is that that's not one movie. That's like minimum three movies. Minimum. Yeah. You get three oh, Wolverine yeah. movies, plus you get to piggyback in on all the group stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. Deadpool. Yeah. yeah, you get the Marvel orgy that yeah. you get to join. That's like that. That is work on work. So
2: good, and we do need to know more, like the full story. And I agree, it's probably hard when you just get like a snippet. When you're like, oh, there's just so much more. Yeah,
1: there's a there's a script that's been written, but it's it's I'm having it revised now because there's a lot of stuff in there that. Needs to be just removed and replaced with other things but uh uh yeah i'm writing the script and i'm i'm chopping it around to some different studios and i think that you know my full story is really like an amazing story of uh just overcoming the odds and coming back and coming trying to come back bigger and better than before and you know the, the whole working out thing came from so many factors in my life. i mean i think that goes for anybody that really like works out to change their body and change their life um where like, you know, you've encountered some kind of hardship, whether you were a kid that was made fun of, you know, for being different, or you were uh went through bad things at home or whatever it may be, you know, everybody that actually has works out and changes their physique. I think um the gym for a lot of people is that release. And for me, it was definitely that release for so many things in my life. Um, you know, and it came after the car accident when I Started doing physical therapy and started learning how to lift weights because I never did any of that. When I was a kid, I hated that. I was always the kid that never ran in gym class. I would always, always the kid that would hang out with the skateboarders and smoke weed behind the bleachers. And, you know,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, that was, a super, yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah, that, was a, that was me as a kid. And, uh, you know, I still do that. No, I'm just
0: kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I do <did> not <laughs> also work out. Yeah. Man, he's describing my afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I was I under the, the bleachers like two hours ago.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. And I, I, I totally still smoke. I totally still, pr- you know, I'll promote weed for definitely for, for pain management. and. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah! Well, never mind, I, I love it.
0: Tyler's here in the industry, and yeah, it's provided a lifestyle for me and my family that I could just uh, never give them enough credit for. Yeah, our show's Amazing. entirely sponsored by those brands as well. Awesome, man! You have been just so awesome to have on Marty. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We really hope we get the opportunity to talk again soon. Hope you have an awesome rest of your Fourth of July weekend. Yeah, and you can follow Marty on Instagram at Marty underscore York. And don't forget to check out his documentary on Peacock and NBC LX. And we'll be just as excited for the news on the show and for some due justice as well.
2: Yes.
1: For sure, man. I'll uh, keep everybody updated. We will be uh, at the—it's uh, the, called The National. It'll be a sports show. It'll be the first time— that all the guys, except for Benny, um, have been together. Uh, it's kind of like a reunion with all of us, including Pat Renna, who we don't see at a lot of signings. But uh, it'll be all of us will be there July 29th through the 31st in Atlantic City. Uh, it's called The National. It's a big sports show. So if you're uh, interested in coming down and seeing me and the guys, come down to that as well. So
0: fun. See you there. <laughs> cool. That sounds picker. great, Marty. Well, again, thank you so much for the time. I really appreciate it.
1: Awesome talking to you guys. Thanks, Barney. Bye. Bye. Take soon. care. Take it
2: easy. Bye. Uh, a
0: he, cool
1: guy.
0: He was awesome.
2: He was so much fun. How did he
0: not know the ending of A League of Their Own?
2: He does. He's trying to stay partial.
0: He was. You think that's what happened? He didn't want he's to a give smart his opinion. Guy. He knows. He's not, not allowed. To. Like he's like hung out with Lori Petty. He
2: played with like yeah. You think he's gonna go there? He's like oh I don't know what you're talking about. He was about. totally
0: playing with Lori Petty. I will fight you two to the death on this. <laughs>
2: He did the smart move.
0: You know. He's got a cool story. He started off as like an extra. His aunt was running an yes. Casting service. Yeah. his mom married a member of Shanana. Like his stepdad is in Shanana.
2: That's cool.
0: Shanana? I was hoping he would mention that organically. I didn't want to bring it up. So tell us about your mom. Um, <laughs> hey. <laughs> She's cool mom?
2: though. Like she wrote the rap like
0: No, mom had some influence her here. It's fun. You know, I was once in an extra for an indie film myself. I yeah. take tremendous pride in it.
2: <laughs> yeah, you have an interesting story. With yeah. Well. No
0: no speaking lines, but there was both nudity and dancing.
2: I <laughs> was not surprised at all when I heard this, <laughs> by the way.
0: <laughs> no nudity on my part, if you were wondering. Helicopter <laughs> show.
2: <laughs> Send nudes.
0: Yeah, he was awesome. Cool guy. Fun to talk to. Have a Sandlot guy on for Fourth of July. No, that, that was, was so perfect. great. So sandy. He definitely agreed. That was like most epic American Fourth yeah, of July. Yeah, it's sandy Americana. Movie. It really is.
2: Sandlot. Like who hasn't seen the Sandlot? You could quote at least who hasn't like, 30 seen 30 the Sandlot twenty quotes. times. Exact. Oh, plus nostalgic for all. Please.
0: Well, this is going to come as a huge shock. New dream car giveaway over at 8080. In addition to the 15% off you get for using code CRUNCHY, they're offering five times the entries right now, all for a brand new Lamborghini plus $60,000 in cash. You do not want to miss out. Nor do you want to forget to check out centralcrunchy.com where you'll find every episode or links for social media and the almighty Crunch store, where you'll find all kinds of Crunchy gear showing that you are a proud citizen of Crunch Nation. Then there's the Central Crunchy Facebook group, growing like a fungus and just as nasty. (laughs) High quality shit posting at low prices. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no prices to be Shit <laughs> Shit's itchy. <laughs> this has been another episode of Something Crunchy. Happy 4th and as always, don't ever forget to live your crunchiest life. Be crunchy to one another. Please don't forget to
2: subscribe,
0: like, follow, and all that crunchy good shit. Thank you for listening. Well, oh, you, you want that five o'clock heat in here? No, oh, no, no. air on. Bring the sun in. <laughs> Never Good mind. Call Blair. You know Let's do that. That's a great idea.
2: So glad he's. On. You know what? Can the we turn on is?
0: the heater while we're at it?
2: It's better without it.
0: You know what? This one's called the heater. <laughs> this one's called wet t-shirt contest. Yeah, it's in the hot box. Juicy nipples. <laughs>